All right, welcome to Australian MMA. This episode, uh, we're chatting to Kit the Killer Campbell, uh, who has been around for 10 years uh, in the professional ranks. He's only 28 as well. Uh, he's the Hex Fight Series welterweight champion, and he is taking on the middleweight champion of Hex, Kevin Ducey, who is set to become a double champion uh, by challenging Kit. That fight is going to go down at Hex Fight Series 26. On May 26, hit up hexfightseries.com for tickets. We're going to chat to Kit about uh, his up his upbringing, uh, his early start in the sport, uh, a little bit of a skid he had. Uh, he's always been on the UFC's radar, but He's always come up against a few speed bumps here and there, so we're going to chat to him about that. Most of all, it's just 10 years in the making. He's He was at the top of the game when I got into Australian MMA, so I can't wait to hear from him. But ladies and gentlemen, right now, Kit the Killer Campbell. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. Kit the Killer Campbell, mate, welcome. Thank you, Mitch. Good to be here. Look, now you're defending your welterweight crown at Hex 26, May 26, against uh, the Hex middleweight champion, Kevin Ducey. First of all, how do you feel about the man coming down to take your crown? Kevin, he, he's fought at welterweight before, so, you know, he's used to the weight. We're both pretty similar. We we jumped up to middleweight to to get fights, you know. Fights were pretty scarce for a while, Um in Australia. So, you know, we, we did the similar things as each other, jumping up and down just to get fights from, um, you know, middleweight to welterweight. And, yeah, look, he's a worthy worthy opponent, a worthy challenger. And, um, yeah, I'm happy to welcome him back down to welterweight. Uh, we need you to confirm, Cal on the Rockstar Potter said after Hex 25, that after the victory, he made a, a beeline to you and said, I want that fight. Did that happen? 100%. He um, straight out of the cage. Must have spotted me in the crowd, um, and yeah, he come come straight for me. So I don't know if it was pre pre planned or just a spur of the moment thing for him. But hey, good on him. You know that he was already thinking about his next fight straight after straight after capturing the title. So kudos to him, um, and he did it in a really respectful manner as well. Wasn't a dickhead about it or anything. Just said that um, you know he respects me as a fighter, and yeah, why not get it on? You know we're we're two of the toughest guys in Australia and New Zealand at the moment and um, I'm sure everyone wants to see that fight. What is it about his game that uh, concerns you at all? Look, I'm not too concerned about his game. Um, I know he's confident. I know he believes in himself, um, which is good. He has all the qualities you need to make it far. He trains with um, a bunch of killers. Um, I've fought guys from City Kickboxing before, so, you know, the where someone trains doesn't really mean much to me. Um, but, yeah, look, I'm really, really keen on this one. And, you know, we're putting together a good game plan to to take care of Kevin. Um, and I, I believe it really it's really going to come down to who wants it more on the night. You know, it's a high-stakes battle. So, you know, it's going to be a battle of attrition who's going to break first. And where do you think you've got the advantage? I see myself having the advantage everywhere. I I believe I'm going to be a lot quicker than him. Um, my striking is a lot crisper. My grappling is very very strong at the moment. You know, I've I've been exposed in in past fights, but that exposure has led me to work on what needs to be worked on. And um, I can assure you, I've done that. So, you know, it, it like I said, it's all just going to come down to who wants it more on the night, who believes they um. They can they can take that belt, and who believes, you know, they're ready for the next 
next big opportunity. Now, mate, you've been uh, essentially the, like the top of Australian MMA for for close to ten years. Like you were at the top when I was getting into Australian MMA, and you're only twenty eight now. So, are you? First of all, how's the body feeling? And then how's the mind feeling? Because you've already been at this for a decade. I mean, your second fight, you fought guys like Rob Wilkinson and every loss you've got is either from a high-level challenger or is from a, a, a former Australian champion or someone who's in the UFC. So where are you at mentally in your career? I feel as though that my career is just kicking off, to be honest. You know, like, yeah, thanks for reminding me. I've been in it for 10 years. <laughs> I, I honestly feel like, Things are just kicking off now for me. And um, I had to go through what I went through, you know, those losses. Um, and like you said, some of the names in there, I've never backed down to a fight. I've always welcomed every fight with open arms. And, yeah, I, I honestly feel like this is my time now. Um, I've paid my dues in this country, put my hand up to fight anyone, fought anyone, anywhere. Uh, and, yeah, I, I've just put in the work over and over and over again. Um and I'm blessed to be given this opportunity to fight someone like Kevin. And I'm going to prove to everyone that my time in Australia on the regional scene's done and I'm I'm ready for for bigger things. Is that what you feel is next after a victory? Look, I've said it before after my wins, I just take it fight by fight. Um, you know, I've made myself sick over in, in the past, just wanting, wanting to be in the UFC, wanting to get to the next stage, but... Look, as long as you take it fight by fight, win those fights in good fashion, it's bound to happen. So that's been my mentality lately. If I've got to fight again after, man, like Joseph Luciano, let's bring it. I don't care, anyone. You know, after this fight, if there's no contact, let, I don't care who I fight next, anyone. Have you ever known how close you were in the past, like with management groups, or have you heard any whispers? Yeah, there, there, there's been whispers, I mean... A couple of times, you know, there's there's been, yeah, oh, you win this fight, you know, you're looking at a pretty, you know, looking close to a contract. So, yeah. How did it feel to obviously be on the radar, even at such a young age, and then to go on a three-fight skid? Now, looking back, obviously, John Martin Fraser, Izzy Fittikifu, JJ Amber, like top of the top of the top, but still three losses in a row for a man like yourself. Like, where did that put you mentally? That, um... I was close to giving up, honestly. Uh, after that that third loss, I, I was almost going to give it away. Um, and then, yeah, I just had to dig deep, pull it out within me that, not you know, I've worked too hard to get to where I am. And I just went back to the drawing board, changed a lot of things mentally and physically. Um, and, yeah, I, I'm honestly just gunning for it now. And um, I'm not going to let anyone stop me. I don't care who you are, especially not Kevin Jusay. And what were some of the things that you had to change? Just all-round game, my outlook on everything, some things in my personal life. Um, and, yeah, just, yeah, all that all that sort of stuff, you know, just stuff that you have to sort out to get to the next level. Is there anyone in Australian MMA, I mean, you mentioned Luciano, but is there anyone out there that you, you want to get a fight with before you move up to the next level? Look, I, I feel as though that I've fought the who's who and whoever's available. Like I was screaming for that JJ Ambrose, Ambrose rematch, but um, yeah, he doesn't want a bar of it. Kevin, Kevin's, a, like I said, he's a worthy challenger. So... I believe that that's the top of the food chain there. And then there's that the Luciano fight who we've been calling for for a long time now too. 
Um, but yeah, he's sort of just yeah weaved his way through, and now now he's sort of got nowhere to run after this fight. If the the opportunity to go further doesn't come up, then I think that's the fight to make. Now, you've been around for a while. Have you noticed at all? That obviously, the spotlight's on Australian MMA a bit more, but do you feel like a few guys get a few big victories and then just kind of sit and wait for the UFC? Yeah, 100%. Um, it's, and, you know, like you mentioned Cal Potter before. I caught up with him a couple of weeks ago and we sort of just discussed how much it has changed over the years. Um you know, a fighter is a fighter. A fighter's meant to fight anyone, and a fighter fights, you know, at any given opportunity. Um, now it's sort of tactical. You know, people are they're picking and choosing their fights, and then they're sitting back when they know they're sitting in a pretty good position and 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 waiting for that opportunity. Um, which I mean, kudos to them. That's it's a smart way of getting there. You know, but I, I feel as though you need to be battle tested before getting there. You need to prove where you're at within yourself and within your own country against the best that the country has to offer. And it's not just the country. Like, you can fight international guys. I've fought a lot of international guys. Um, But, yeah, I just believe you you really need to test yourself before moving on to a bigger promotion. Am I right in saying then that you wouldn't have your career go any other way? Like, you wouldn't go back and probably not take a couple of those fights to have an unblemished record? Yeah. Yeah, 100%. I get asked that question a bit and, you know, at the time, especially being on that three-fight skid, you get a bit lost and you think, man, like, what is it for me now? What do I do? Um, but, yeah, looking back, I wouldn't change a thing. And that's going to cement it after this fight as well. When I get that win, get that belt wrapped around me, and I'm going to look back and go, you know what? This is why that happened. And this this led me to this, and I had to change myself. I had to do that extra work. I had to do this to get to this point. Is there anybody that, I mean, and I guess you can put into perspective what Australian titles mean to you, but, you know, if you beat Kevin, you say you defend your title, but is there any bit of you that wants to go up to middleweight and take his? Oh, yeah. Look, look, like when we were discussing what to do, when Kevin came out after his fight and, you know, said, I'd love to fight you, my first question right away was, all right, middleweight or welterweight? And he said, oh, I don't know, I don't know. And I was like, all right, well, what date, May? He's like, oh, my foot's a bit sore, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. <laughs> Fair enough. He just had a war with Priscus. You know, he's one of the toughest guys. Um, but, yeah, we, we came to the conclusion that he was going to come down. I mean, I would have loved to go on up and, and challenge him. And, you know, he's got in his head he's going to be the first ever Hex Fight Series double champ. Um, and, yeah, it is what it is. We're, we're, we're getting it on. Whether it's middleweight or welterweight, it doesn't matter to us, you know. We'll fight it light heavy if we had to. And uh, I won't take too much more of your time, but do you have a predictor of a fight? How do you think this one's going? Look, like I said, it's going to come down to who wants it more in the night. Um, and he's coming to take everything away from me. So, you know what? I'm, I'm going to defend that belt. I'm going to defend who I am. I'm going to defend my people. And I'm going to make sure that he, he doesn't doesn't get out of there in one piece. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm I'm coming to take his head off. I'll, I'll say that much. Whether it's going to be a five-rounder, I'll be prepared for that. You know, I'm going to break him in those five rounds. Whether I get him out of there soon, who knows? I'm going to be prepared for whatever. Awesome. Uh, mate, before I let you go, I just want to ask you one last thing. Uh, after it's all said and done, how does Kit the Killer Campbell want to be remembered in mixed martial arts? Uh, just someone who always 
you know, I, I want to be looked up to and I, I want to give back and I want to, you know, I, I've got, I teach now, I've got students of my own and I just want to make sure that I'm someone that they can look at and go, yeah, look, he's a good role model. I want, I want to sort of take the path that he took, you know, and I, I want to challenge myself. I want to work on myself. I want to, you know, all those sort of, all those sort of things. I want to be remembered as, you know, one of the best to do it. Awesome. All right, mate. Well, once again, I appreciate you taking the time. Like I said, you've been around for a long time since I was watching the great Steve, the steamroller Kennedy back in the day, you were on the same hex cards and it's, it's honestly, it's, it's an honor to have a chat with you. And I'm, I'm really looking forward uh, to your May 26 bout uh, defending your welterweight crown against Kevin Jusay. Mate, thank you for taking the time and best of luck. Thanks for having me on, Mitch. It was great. Thank you. Stay easy, brother.